In the Word on the Go is brought to you by New Growth Press, the publisher helping every person grow closer to Christ. Before we get started today, I want to take a moment to introduce you to a brand new book called Radically Different. This 13-week study aims to help middle schoolers and young teens view life and especially relationships from a Christian worldview. Each week explores new relationships through the lenses of creation, fall, and redemption. Find your next read to encourage you in your faith and learn more about new releases at newgrowthpress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm welcoming back Daniel M., Daniel is the Director of Church Multiplication for NewChurches.com at Lifeway Christian Resources. He also serves there in Nashville, Tennessee as a teaching pastor at his church and is the author of a couple books, the most recent of which is called No Silver Bullets, Five Small Shifts That Will Transform Your Ministry. In all his spare time, Daniel co-hosts several podcasts, the New Churches Q&A podcast, the Five Leadership Questions podcast, and a brand new podcast with his wife on marriage and parenting called M Between. Daniel, welcome back to In the Word on the Go. Hey, it's great to be back. So I'm looking forward to what verse you might have for us today. Yeah, yeah. This time, this one's from the Old Testament, 1 Samuel 13, verse 3 and 4. Great. Jonathan attacked the Philistine garrison that was in Geba. And the Philistines heard about it. So Saul blew the ram's horn throughout the land, saying, Let the Hebrews hear. And all Israel heard the news. Saul has attacked the Philistine garrison, and Israel is now repulsive to the Philistines. Then the troops were summoned to join Saul at Gilgal. Okay, so this is not a verse I would have expected that you would have picked. Uh, So I'm really intrigued here. Um, What's the story here? So why did you pick these verses that I don't think anybody would have thought, yeah, this is my favorite verse. (laughs) So last year at our church, we were uh, were preaching through the book of James. And on one particular Sunday, uh, we were looking through James 4 and, and talking about the whole idea of God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So just in my Bible reading that week, I was working through 1 Samuel. And I was working through 1 Samuel 13. And usually I'd read the whole chapter or maybe even a couple, especially because it's the Old Testament and its story. But I couldn't get beyond (laughs) verse 4. Like I I, I was reading 1 Samuel 13, 1 to 4, and I just couldn't get beyond 4. And as I was reading through it over and over and over and over again, the thing that popped out to me was the fact that Jonathan was the one that attacked, right? I mean, the entire Israelite army was pretty much divided into Jonathan and his dad, Saul. And you see in verse three that it was Jonathan that is the one that attacked the Philistine garrison. And then Saul uh, decided to announce that to absolutely everyone. I mean, he blew the ram's horn. He was like, hey, everyone, listen up. He didn't say God attacked the Philistines. He didn't say we attacked the Philistines. He didn't even say Jonathan attacked the Philistines. He said Saul has attacked the Philistine garrison. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, how often have I actually taken credit for things that I've not done? 
Wow. Yeah. I mean, I get it if there's like a thousand commanders and sure, Saul's the general or, you know, he's the king. Yeah, he could do whatever he wants. But man, it's him and his son. Yeah, it's his firstborn <laughs> son. Like, what in the yeah. world? What's he doing? I know. I know. And it's easy to read this passage and just miss the fact that, okay, Jonathan does the attacking and then Saul steps in and announces it as if it's his own. Yeah. Precisely. Wow. Okay. So what's the context here? Can you kind of set some of the stage? I want to read the verses again, but uh, cue it up for us. So when you look at the context of this chapter and of these verses, you see that Saul, there's some background information that's given here. Saul was 30 years old when he became king, Hmm. right? He reigned for 42 years over Israel. You see that there were 3,000 men in his army, 2,000 with him and 1,000 with Jonathan. And in, in that entire context, I mean, we're not quite sure how old Saul was when this exactly happened, especially because it was his son that led his troops, a thousand of the troops over over to there. Uh, when you look at this entire context, right, and you look at what then happens right after, right, you actually see that right after what happens is the really the, the point where this chapter is often quoted, the, the point where Saul offers an offering to God because he was too tired of waiting for Samuel. Right, right. Right. So you see that 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 is really what comes out most in this passage and what people most bring up. And and if that's the context, I mean you see that it wasn't just Saul making some mistake to you know, it's, oh no, it's I I I really was waiting too long and Samuel you just you just took too long and and it wasn't some mistake. You actually see that there's this root of pride in his hmm. heart. Yeah, something's rotten from the beginning. He's just starting his kingship. Yeah, exactly. And you see, you see all this happening, and you're like, man, uh, like when, yeah, when have I taken credit for things that I've not done? What I, I don't want to live in this way. I don't want to just wake up one day and I, I, like I, I want to celebrate when my kids succeed. I want mm. to celebrate other people's success, hmm. but too often we make it all about ourselves. Yeah, that's really helpful as you're setting up the context. So I'm going to read it again. I'm in 1 Samuel chapter 13 and verses 3 and 4. I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. It says, Jonathan attacked the Philistine garrison that was in Geba, and the Philistines heard about it. So Saul blew the ram's horn throughout the land, saying, Let the Hebrews hear. And all Israel heard the news. Saul has attacked the Philistine garrison, and Israel is now repulsive to the Philistines. Then the troops were summoned to join Saul at Gilgal. You know, Daniel, I think it's always helpful, really, no matter where we are in God's word, to ask the question, what does this teach us about God? So how would you answer that question about these verses? Hmm. God is incredibly merciful. And that's something that continues to come out in the Old Testament. Another huge theme of the Old Testament is his steadfast love, is his everlasting love. And if there's one thing this passage reveals is how making mistakes and being prideful and being egotistical is just a human thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And in light of all this, in light of the fact that Saul failed in this way, in in light of the fact that, that Jonathan went out in faith and that he acted out in faith in light of everything that happened before these chapters after the chapters and throughout the entire narrative of god's people we see that god is forgiving he's merciful but yes he does oppose the proud Hmm. so how can we come before the lord in humility realizing that yeah you're not your past we all mess up we've all messed up we'll continue to mess up 
But God is not going to hold that over your head if you come before him in humility. So Mm -hmm. is that something that we're willing to do, that you're willing to do today? Yeah, so what makes it difficult to live out this kind of verse that calls us to humility? Yeah, our entire world, the the focus is us, (laughs) right? And, And you even look in North America, this obsession with celebrity, uh, you even see it within the church as well, this idea of Christian celebrity. And when, when, when that is the narrative and the de facto, you know, w- what is normal in our culture today, man, how hard is it to give credit to others? Um, and, and, and yeah, you should always give credit to whom credit is due. But the way this often happens is you're in a conversation with someone and they've, said thank you for something that you were a part of, you were on the team, but the way that they're thanking you and the way that they're talking, it, it almost sounds like you did all the work. <laughs> and, and they're going, right? They're, they're super, they're, they're happy, they're, uh, they're, they're very grateful, they're thanking you, they're just talking about how much it's changed their life, and, and you know, they're just going on and on and on. And you can't stop them, you can't interrupt them because they just have a lot of energy and they just keep on going, but you know it's not fully true. And by the time they finish, you've gone along with it for so long <laughs> that it's just, you can't go back. You know, there's that feeling of, oh, it'd feel really weird to me, to them, if I yeah. say, actually, that that wasn't me. Or I really only started that, but I did 5% of it. This person did 95%. And why don't we do that? Because it's like, oh, you know, it's, it's not that big of a deal, right? It's not that big of a deal. But hmm. man, I wonder if, Saul had a pattern of doing things like this that actually set him up to the place where one day he totally crossed the line, you know? <laughs> yeah. When we read the story of his life, he starts off maybe with this lack of humility, but then it ends places he probably never thought it would go. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> wow. That's a good lesson for us, isn't it? So Daniel, thank you for bringing these verses to our attention. Very thought provoking, convicting. Would you take a moment and just pray these verses for all of us today? Sure. Father, so often pride is a thing that drives our life and we take credit for things small and big and really we should not take credit at all. So for that, we're sorry. So for that, we come before you in confession and ask that you would forgive us. And in future times, God, in everything we do, in all that we do, whether we get credit or not, may we ultimately give credit to you for it all, being grateful that you have not only created us, but you sustain us, that you are moving in and through us, and that you give us our every breath. So we give you all praise, honor, and glory. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.